It's a new day. Yes, it is. Wakey, wakey. Time to get up. Good morning, citizens. Up and at them. Fresh and shine. This is your wake-up call, people. Come on, the coffee's on. We're going to get you guys circulating on Christian radio. I understand young people. I know what's hip. I know what's on. I know what's lit. I know what's fleet. I'm a nerd, and uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Rise and shine, nerds. Welcome to episode 424 of the Back Row Morning Show, part of the Love Thy Nerd Podcast Network and the official exclusive morning show for LTN Radio. I'm Radio Matt, the station manager and chief radio nerd. I'm 18 years saved, 16 years married, 11 years recovered, 7 years a father, 36 years a nerd. And I'm Mo, a lot of things wrapped up in one small but loud package, your very own casserole of a co-host, doing my best to bring the best, but one thing I'm not is good at math. Today on the show, am I the jerk? Also on the show today, our (laughs) Discord will debate a topic about comics. But first, today is Tuesday, December 14th, 2021, and we got some holidays to celebrate. That's right. It is Roast Chestnuts Day. No, thanks. Chestnuts roasting. On an open fire. Have you ever had roasted chestnuts? Yes, I have, actually. Yeah. What did you think about them? I don't like them at all. They're They're disgusting. I don't understand the appeal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Uh, It's also National Bouillabaisse Day. Do you know what that is? Uh, Yeah. It's a fish soup. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. like a fishy, but it's like, it's almost like a stew though, isn't it? Because don't they like... Like yeah. it simmers for a long time. Yeah. And they use several different kinds of fish. Yeah. But apparently they have to bring the water to a boil before adding the broth. And then once the broth comes to a boil, they then add the different types of fish individually, not at one time. And so that is where the name comes from. It's in how they prepare the soup or the stew. It's the lengthy process of, of its preparation. Today I have learned more about <laughs> bouillabaisse <laughs> than I ever thought I knew. So did I. <clears throat> mm-hmm. All right. Well, <laughs> we are opening up our Discord chat right now uh, in our Twitch as we're recording. If you're listening on the radio station or the podcast, then you're late. Uh, you're late. <laughs> you're late for a very important date. Uh, it might just be Oriel joining us tonight. I don't know. We don't have a whole lot of people watching live. It is Christmas. We understand. Just and we did have a very controversial topic last week so. and we have we were we've got yeah we we've were, lost some listeners who knows? we might we might yeah we might have angered some people might have riled up some feathers i don't know <laughs> but, i hope not <laughs> but uh we're gonna open up our discord backrowdiscord.com for some of our backrow buds to argue some of the internet's favorite arguments we want to take a look today at comic books so before i get to the question let's uh welcome oriel how are you doing oriel doing good yeah yeah Oh, You're a little muffled. Oh, 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 oh. I'm not feeling the greatest tonight, so. Oh, I'm sorry, man. But now I can hear you better. Right. Okay. Well, here's our question today, and hopefully it's not too um, uh, uh, deep <laughs> for you <laughs> if you're feeling if you're feeling under the weather. Uh, but and this will probably be a topic of a bigger focus later in the future. But for for today, just to get a general sense of this. Uh, 
and you can comment on whatever aspect of it you see fit. Are female superheroes portrayed poorly in comic books? Hmm. I mean, I'm not a huge comic book fan, but I mean, I have seen I've seen people talk about like the way they're drawn or the way that they like some of their powers and things like that. They're not as powerful as some male superheroes, even though there are some that are very powerful, but you don't have as many. Right. Um, Cause like we have, uh, we, we can start but, with like wonder woman. Cause like wonder woman is, you know, one of the, the Trinity of DC comics, one of the right. top three heroes, but even in the original comic books and occasionally the current comic books, you know, she is still kind of seen as, or you can even argue this in the movies seen as having to be tied to a man. She has to be tied to, Steve or whoever it was in the right. things like it's 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 never a full focus on just her being the hero. Now you can you can argue Superman's the same way in the opposite direction that he's always kind of focused on Lois, but like then you have Batman who rarely occasionally has a flirtatious thing with somebody, but it's it's never it's never a key Main thing focus. that's yeah that that's a part of his. Story. Yeah, I mean, story. yeah, yeah. The the overarching story. The the, the relationship right. could go away, and it wouldn't change who Batman is. I guess exactly. is what I'm saying. Um, the other aspect would be, like you said, how they're drawn. There's even a character in uh, DC Comics that <laughs> is drawn in w one of the most inappropriate ways, and it's supposed to be making the opposite point. And that's Power Girl. Power Girl doesn't know who she is uh, because she's from a you know a different universe or whatever, and so she doesn't have an emblem on her chest. But instead of just not having an emblem on her chest, they cut a giant hole out of her shirt, and there's massive cleavage for no reason whatsoever. And so every time they try and explain that away, they explain it as, well, you know, it's about my, you know, it's about trying to find out my identity or whatever. You can't find out your identity fully covered. I, I don't mean, understand. It's not, it's not no reason whatsoever. You cut a massive hole out of any woman's shirt and there's going to be massive cleavage. <laughs> it's an, it's an actual the, depiction the of reality. Ha, the whole existing has no reason whatsoever. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> So I think that's why we might see today with um, like the Captain Marvel movie, seeing almost a try, uh, almost an attempt to to counteract all that, but yeah. going a little bit too far maybe for some people, of not only not only making it a point that well she doesn't need a, a man to you know be the hero that she is, but. Then at some point, just kind of like, well, even if a man is kind of a jerk, she's going to steal his motorcycle. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. like it goes a little bit too far in the other direction just to make the point. Why can't we just make a movie where men aren't really part of the equation at all? Why can't we have a story that's not about it? Because it still winds up being partially about the man. 
You know what I mean? That whole movie was right. her getting under out from underneath the thumb of that one dude. Yeah. Like that's been my life's question. <laughs> Why do we need men at all? I don't understand. <laughs> Why can't it just be about the woman for once? Brother Mod in the chat says comic books are not the place to go if one's looking for modesty. Yeah. yeah I agree yeah. with that. And, you know, people who defend it say, I mean, will you look at the men superheroes and they're, they're uh, you know, overly proportioned and, and whatever, too. And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. But. Ain't no ladies or many gentlemen who are reading the comments who are phased by that. That's not a pull for a lot of people. But for men, the opposite can't be said. Like it's it's a it's clearly there for fan service. You know what I mean? And I mean some same kind of thing happens in video games. Video games too, yeah. Armor for <laughs> <laughs> characters it's like how is this going to protect you the same way as the full set of armor does got? that's so true it's essentially an armor bikini yeah i'm good <laughs> nothing could happen to me i'm only gonna be hit in two possible places yeah oh my goodness the classic chainmail <laughs> bikini, Brother Mod says. <laughs> I do 100% um, feel like this needs to be a bigger topic that we... Oh, yeah. Yeah. As yeah. soon as I wrote this out, I'm like, yeah, this will be a, a full week's worth of shows, I'm sure, at some point. But... Uh, Definitely see this being a full week, week's yeah. worth of Yeah. <laughs> I'm currently biting my tongue because I feel like I have so many <laughs> thoughts that are yeah, rabbit trails. I'm not saying I agree at all with those. I think things need to change with those. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is silly that, uh, I mean, do they, at this point, I feel like enough people are comic book fans, video game fans, all this, and enough men are that if that were no longer a part of it, if the over-sexualization of female characters were no longer a part of it, and it was just focused on the story, the gameplay, whatever else, you wouldn't really lose people. And if you did lose them, those are people you kind of don't want to be a part of the fandom anyway. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that, yes, that's coming from you, someone who is not driven by numbers because you don't, you're not like the, oh gosh, the success of it, your life is not dependent upon the success of it. Sure. Okay. But the people who have money in this and it's their living, they aren't, of course, not going to say, I don't want people being a part of the fandom who are going to get upset when the characters are no longer sexualized. Uh, yeah. Okay. I get, I guess I get that point, but I still feel like the point would stand that if they weren't over sexualized, you wouldn't really be losing fans. You probably, but you I probably also think lose some fans, but I don't think it'd be as many nowadays yeah. as it would have been a few years ago. So as a mom of two teenage boys, I'm about to say this and know 100% that this is a reality that I am living, mm -hmm. but you probably wouldn't lose fans, but I also don't know that you would gain any new fans. Uh, 
I mean, uh, I, I guess I could kind of maybe see that with comic books if that's what they were going for. But I, I mean, I feel like even with video I games. I don't really feel like that's the case with video games. I really feel like today, especially today with the rise of, you know, uh, esports and all this, the video games are really more focused on the gameplay itself there and is... not so much on the appearance of the character. So here's the thing. There is. I mean, look at Among Us. They're being. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need no cleavage. That's a fact. But <laughs> as we're sitting here having this conversation, I have been like smacked in the face with the reality of every time I've gone into my boy's room and they're playing Fortnite and they're a female character and I'm always like, why are you playing the girl character? You're a boy. Uh, hmm. I wonder why they're playing the girl character. <laughs> you know what I mean? At, like, wah, duh, light bulb, ping. Oh. So it's just one of those things that I, it's I feel like for men, especially for boys, especially, it's natural. It's oh, just no. something yeah, that, they, it's that happens. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, and so I feel like it it gets played up a lot. We all know it does in media, well, you know, in everything. It gets played up. They play on that. And so that's why I'm saying I don't think that you would necessarily gain a new fan base. You would keep your your tried and true loyal fans, sure, but the growth of the fan base probably wouldn't happen as rapidly. Hmm. I can see that point. Yeah. I, I can definitely see that point from where you're coming from with that as well. I mean, for me personally, when I've played games like um, Mass Effect, you have the choice of being either a male or female character. And I've always chosen the male character. I don't, if I have the choice, I don't normally choose a female character mm -hmm. for my main player of a game. And that's just always been my choice. Yeah. And I don't, f I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. Like when I'm playing no. a video game or whatever, and I have the choice, I'm trying, I'm pretending I'm the person. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. That's where I'm at. That's why. Especially, I'm... especially if they're like uh, dialogue driven games and suddenly you yeah. have to be the female and the thing. I'm like, oh, this is, this is weird. I'm always Daisy. Yeah. So Daisy. my boys will argue that it's because specifically in Fortnite, the female characters are smaller, and so they're easier to hide behind things, as opposed to yeah, I get that. The yeah. male and, characters and that, that are a little more broad. For, yeah, it's like for that game. it's like not wearing a hat in Among Us. Exactly, yes. or not <laughs> having like a pet. Having your pet, yeah. Yeah, I still laugh at when I was we were playing hide and seek, and I'm hiding, and I can see the top of my hat above <laughs> the thing I'm hiding behind, and I say out loud, "I need to change my hat." Yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, I do remember like when I was a teenager, the, the one thing that I remember the video, cause since you brought a video game. So the one thing that I remember was dead or alive beach volleyball. Do you remember when that came out? Yes. I remember when, which that was, it was 100% oh. fan service. That's all it oh, was. There, it was all there about, so many games like there that. were, there was even a setting to turn up or down the jiggliness of the characters. Yes. Which when I saw that, well, I mean, you know, when I saw that as a teenager, I'm like, all right. But, <laughs> but thinking about that, I'm like, I cannot believe that got made. I right. cannot believe, and it flew under the ra I don't ever remember hearing anybody, any groups or parent groups or whatever coming out against that game or anything. No. Like, I'm just like, this, this exists. And it's, yeah. it's rated, you know, 
why seven or whatever because <laughs> it's not yeah. violent or anything. i don't understand i remember because i was working at um um fye and i mainly worked in the video game section oh yeah i, I miss it oh wow i just so, have... so many games that i saw in that section i'm like holy cow how did they get me yeah. i do feel like it has come i, I feel like it's lessened over the over the years which i think oh, is a good definitely. thing back then i also remember um there was a game called bmx xxs x yeah. which was a tony hawk kind of styled bmx game that the further you went you would unlock clips of actual like strippers dancing mm-hmm. which is yeah. ridiculous why would that there was one game that came out uh called Oh, I don't even remember. It was like it was the guy game. That's what it was. The trivia game, right? The trivia game where the further you went and the 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 more answers you got correctly, they had an actual video clip of a woman coming up and flashing her breasts. Yes. And I'm like, they had to they had to recall that game because they they found out after the fact that one of the girls in there was 16. Yeah. How? How did it get so far? (laughs) I don't know. Without anybody vetting all of that beforehand. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So I really feel like there was a period of time when we were teenagers where they were rushing to get games like that out. Just putting as many gratuitously sexual games out as possible. And I'm glad that that is at least less up. Exactly. So am I. Would you let your boys play Dead or Alive Beach Volleyball? <laughs> no. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, Oriel, thank you for joining us for that conversation. Uh, like we said, yeah. that probably will expound into a bigger conversation next season sometime. Yeah. Uh, I definitely think it should. <laughs> yeah. But I hope you feel better, man. Thank you. And, uh,. I know you said you had to bounce for the rest of the show, but that's all right. Yeah, we. Uh, I might even hang around for a little bit. So. All right. Well, we love you, man. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, guys. Love you guys too. Love you, Oriole. <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's going to be a good conversation. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Let's take a break here. When we come back, getting tipsy on Oreos. Stick around. Just wait. One of the biggest frustrations of being a military spouse was playing the hurry up and wait game. When having to move or have anything approved, our end of the process always felt pushed and rushed. The pressure of not getting things done fast enough loomed like a dark cloud, only to be met with the slowest of all slow moving matters on the opposite end. We were forced to hurry, 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 only to then be told, okay, now wait. Comparatively speaking, the wait was always worse than the pressure of feeling rushed. The unknown, the limbo, most days it felt like torture to just wait. Over the last several years, I've really began to realize the double meaning of the word wait. Typically, we think to wait means to stay in one place, to anticipate something. For a second though, let's think of wait in terms of service. We go to a restaurant and we're waited on by our waiter or waitress. 
I'm fairly certain most of us would be a bit annoyed if our wait staff stayed in one place and simply anticipated our order. To wait on a table is to serve them, to actively move and work. Even once the food is delivered, the job is not done. Their service still continues. We all know this to be true. We all expect a standard of service when we dine out. Yet, when we ourselves are in a time of waiting, do we find ourselves continuing to serve? Or do we sit stagnant in some sort of pause until? Isaiah 40, 31 is common and well-known, a loved verse amongst Christians. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. Dare I say that someone sitting idle would not need to be reminded of their strength renewing. The possibility of them fainting is unlikely. What would be the need for them to mount up or soar if their waiting was keeping them in one place? When we wait on the Lord, our service continues. Our focus remains aligned with his plan and our actions a reminder of the end goal. Even in this season, when everything around us seems to be in a status of hurry up, let's not forget to take time to wait. And let's not forget that to wait requires action pleasing to the one we're waiting on. Welcome back to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And we've changed some things up for this new season, including what we record live on Twitch. Each week we record our shows the Friday or Saturday before with our friends at twitch.tv slash LTN on air. Follow us to be notified when we go live and join our Discord at backrowdiscord.com for after the show discussion, even opportunities to be on the show yourself. Plus, our normal Tuesday taste test will now only be available on our video platforms. Catch it live on Twitch or later later in the week on YouTube at youtube.ltnonair.com or on our TikTok at the Back Row LTN. But much later on TikTok because very slow with those. Yeah. I have, but we've added quite a few new ones. We've added at least one new video every day this past week. So, and I still have several in the bank ready to go. So, they're coming. They're coming quicker now. Before we go any further, it's time for Mo's fact of the day. The dish known today as bouillabaisse, bouillabaisse. was created by Marseille fishermen who wanted to make a meal when they returned to port. I thought that was supposed to be his name. Oh, no. Marseille fishermen. No. Uh, rather than using the more expensive fish, they cooked the common rockfish and shellfish that they pulled up with their nets and lines, usually fish that were too bony to serve in restaurants, cooking them in a cauldron of seawater on a wood fire and seasoning them with garlic and fennel. Tomatoes were added to the recipe in the 17th century after their introduction to America. Wow. Yep. You learned a lot more about bouillabaisse than you ever thought you were going to. I don't know if anybody is a fan of the epic rap battles of history, but there is one where Gordon Ramsay rap battles against uh, Julia Child. And that's one of my favorite lines from his his raps. He says, drop the booyah bass. And I roll on the floor laughing every time I hear that. Instead of drop the bass. Oh, the got it. Bass. I got, okay. <laughs> 
I was not following. <laughs> it's all food puns because they're chefs. Thank you for the clarification. <laughs> uh, all about the bouillon base, bouillon base. <laughs> Oh, uh, now it's time we come clean and admit that we are major junk food nerds. And every week we like to showcase and talk about junk food that has been recently announced or even spotted in stores or on our menus. You just need to fix it. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> it's episode 424. Shut up, Matt. 424 episodes and we still can't get to a point where you start out a segment without going, oh, uh. <laughs> I thought we weren't judging each other. <laughs> thought this was a place free of judgment. This is supposed to be a safe zone. I don't feel very safe. You shouldn't oh. feel very safe. <laughs> Better watch yourself. Better watch your mouth. Watch uh, yourself. Oh, gosh, that's funny. Oriel said this too bad you. it's not national. I know, but Oriel, not... Oriel says too bad it's not national punch day today. Right? <laughs> It doesn't have to be National Punch uh, Day to punch Matt. That's true. She's hit me quite a few times on the show, and it always hurts. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to kick today off with sour. I'm going to kick today off. <laughs> <laughs> About to kick something off. Uh, sour ch cherry jello candy squares. Jello is getting into the candy game, and I don't know how I feel about it. So these are like gummies. They look like um, more like those like uh, ribbons, you know, the ribbon, not fruit by the foot, but like I think Airheads make some. Okay. Okay. Belts. Belts is the word. The candy belts. Okay. It looks like that except just squares of it instead of a full belt. Fruit leather. Yeah, kind of. Mm -mm. <laughs> uh, pebbles. Cereals coming out with their own little snack mix called Pebbles Shake-Ups. It contains birthday cake pebbles boulders, waffle crisp, and salted pretzel bits. And this is the most underwhelming cereal snack mix I have seen yet. Oh, it's giving me heartburn. <laughs> Nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, <sighs> diarrhea. Uh, so I want you to know that you said pebbles and I was pebbles, pebbles cereal and I was like pebble cereal what the heck <laughs> what? I've never even heard of pebble cereal <laughs> are they shaped like rocks yeah what are we talking about it took me a minute uh, pop tarts frosted Boston oh I skipped the big one yeah Sorry. you did well, let's do this one while we're at it pop tarts frosted Boston cream donuts and pop tarts frosted apple fritter donuts both coming at the end of December mm. Apple fritter sounds yummy. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, peach yeah. cobbler pop tart is still the best. Uh, Hands down. Yeah, yeah. It's delicious. Oreo wine. Barefoot and Oreo Thins is making a red red blend wine. It's a one-of-a-kind blend, including flavors of chocolate, cookies, and cream, along with notes of oak, which perfectly complement the flavors of an Oreo Thins cookie. I mean, why shouldn't this exist? <laughs> All I can think right now is the scene in Greece where they're at Frenchie's house for the sleepover and they pull out the bottle of wine and 
oh, I can't remember her name right now, but she pulls out the box of Twinkies. <laughs> and she says, what? It says right here, it is a dessert wine. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep, that's all I can think. Pairs wonderfully with Twinkies. Mm -hmm. With sponge cake and crown. <laughs> I really thought you were going to say sponge cake and crown. <laughs> we're taking it to the next level. <laughs> oh, it was Jan. Jan. It was Jan that says it. Jan. Says right here, it is a dessert wine. That's pretty funny. That's a funny joke. I like that. I don't think I've ever watched the full movie. Your wife would know exactly what I was talking about. I'm not sure she's ever watched the full movie. Grease? No, she has. It's not in a long time. It's not one of her normal rotations. She watches a lot of old movies, but that's not in the normal rotation. Okay, Matt, hold up. I'm going to reverse it real quick. Uh, when we worked in Sparky's together yes, for all those years yeah, and for a short amount of time, several years, but a few, anyway, Tamara was also in there with us. <laughs> for a short amount of time, several years long. Okay. Tamara <laughs> was in there with us and the three of us on a regular weekly basis, we're quoting. Re referencing Greece? Yes. Okay. I just can't remember the last time I saw her watching it. It's been a while. I mean, <laughs> you don't have to watch it regularly to be able to quote it. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. I'm and, not arguing with you. You're right. And love it. <laughs> and live by it. Say, <laughs> so, hey, I'm not arguing with you. <clears throat> the right. only rules is they ain't no rules. The sign and back. <laughs> Canada Dry Vanilla Bean Bold Ginger Ale. Vanilla Ginger Ale. I Ooh, mean... nope. I almost tried to combine those words and that wouldn't have worked. <laughs> I almost tried to combine vanilla and ginger. <laughs> and you can see how some of those consonants would have made it a little risky. <sighs> no, I don't. <laughs> Please give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not. Okay, say the name of this company for me. Uh, Haribo. Haribo Gold Bears 100th Anniversary Edition with blue party hats mixed in with the bears. Just a short, limited time kind of fun thing. I don't know if it's a new flavor or not. I couldn't find any information other than the fact that they're hats. Fun fact for you. Matt cannot correctly pronounce the brand names of any gummy candy. What else do at I all? not? What else do I not get? Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to try and say it. I'm going to say it the wrong way. Trolley. Dang it, I was going to say it the right way. <laughs> I can't. I can't get trolley or. Haribo. Haribo. I almost said Haribo. 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 Ha Harry Bow. <laughs> hey, uh, your bow's kind of hairy. Gummy stuff. Thank you, KY. All right, get on the trolley. Uh, Premier Protein is coming out with its uh, a new protein shake, winter mint chocolate. Okay. I mean, if you're gonna do protein shakes, I do recommend Premier Protein because I enjoy them a lot. Their caramel one, whew, hot dang, is it good? <laughs> what? What? Oriel says, that's what you pull from your daughter's hair is a hairy bow. <laughs> okay. It's only funny if you've lived it. It really so you just wait until Natalie starts wearing those 
big old hair bows and it gets stuck in her hair and you go to pull it out and I mean half of her ponytail comes with that hairy Ew. bow. Yeah. Gross. Mm -hmm. It happens often. Sorry. Ladies are nasty. Uh, <laughs> no, I get, it's a running joke that my wife's hair is all over the house. There's always some of it in my daughter's mouth. It's always wrapped around my food. Just a lot of uncomfortable places, places that it shouldn't ever find its way to. It's there somehow, somehow it's there. And yet she still has hair and I don't understand where, how does it reproduce so fast? It is one of life's <laughs> mysteries. Uh, okay. Strawberry banana Cheerios with happy heart shapes. Limited time. Are you a fan of the flavored Cheerios? Uh, honey Nut. Honey Nut. But that's like the only one, right? Like every other flavor that's come out has just been underwhelming for me. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. The Frosted, the Strawberry, even the Banana Nut uh, Cheerios that come out occasionally. Not that great, especially compared to Banana Nut Crunch, which is amazing. So, guys. I mean, the they're not, yeah. They're not bad. They're not bad, but they're just not. They're just not. They're not good enough to exist. You know, this is probably, it's how everybody compares the flavored carbonated water. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. it says that it's coconut. Okay, yeah, at some point it sat next to a coconut for five seconds. I feel the same for Cheerios. It says blueberry. All right, it. Touch the same surface as a blueberry at one point. A blueberry sneezed on it five yeah. weeks ago, and now this is what we have left. Yeah. All right. Glitz cookie kits. Fun snow globe cookie kits featuring lots of edible glitter. Okay. Edible glitter scares me, because how do we know they're telling the truth? How do we know it's not just normal glitter? Isn't all glitter technically edible? Because it's tiny enough to get in your food. Um, our, uh, Way to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> and everybody that just bought one is like, uh, and they're going in the trash. <laughs> our, um, our, our secretary at our church, which is our friend, Megan, uh, she bought these green trees and they're like metal and they're covered in all this green glitter. And they were on like a ridiculous sale at Hobby Lobby. He's like, oh, these are cute. She got them and she put them on the table. And as soon as they hit this table in our church, just a, a pig pen level cloud of this green stuff went all over the table, all over the floor. And uh, her, her friend, Gerilyn, is with her and she goes, don't tell Matt I bought these because <laughs> I'm the janitor here and I am the one that is, glitters the bane of my existence. Uh, even before every, you were the janitor. Even before, but once it became my responsibility to clean it. And so she told Sherilyn not to tell. Well, she wasn't here this past Wednesday and I was walking down uh, talking with Gerilyn and a couple other people and there was a lot going on and she was distracted. And I said, did Megan buy those uh, green trees <laughs> over there? She goes, yeah. <laughs> her husband, Brandon, smacked her on the arm and said, you're not supposed to tell him. <laughs> she goes, oh. <laughs> so I had to take a picture of it with the cloud of stuff still there because there's, I vacuum it and within five minutes it's there again. There's no getting rid of it. I said, I know it was you <laughs> and I will have my revenge. So guys, like glitter is fun, but just 
if you have to buy something with glitter on it, shake that bad boy off first outside. Get all the excess stuff off. If it's a card or a piece of clothing, for goodness sakes, brush it off outside. Who the Get heck all that crap glitter out. on their clothing? Oh, my gosh. Did I not tell you last year about the family? About the woman who made her three daughters homemade glittery dresses that came and sat on our pews and you just don't have pews. drill well, our chairs that connect together <laughs> into pew like shapes and drilled that glitter all into those seats to the point where we just had to put them away and replace them with other chairs. Like no. oh my gosh, I was I, I don't was, remember hearing I this. was livid. I was livid. I don't remember hearing this at all, <laughs> but that, yeah, <laughs> all sounds right. fun. STD of the craft world. <gasps> you can't say that. <laughs> that. That hurt my ears. That's <laughs> my favorite thing to say. Glitter is the STD of the craft world. Once it's on you, it's on you for life. Okay. That's offensive. <laughs> You're speaking offensively. You are hurting my personal feelings. I'm not okay with it. Why would I be hurting your personal feelings? Yeah, because it's a personal Cause attack. Because I, I suffer from glitter. Exactly. You don't know. I've been infected with glitter. You don't know. Don't don't assume my <laughs> medical history. Calling up friends, guys. I I touched a I touched a glittery Christmas card last week, and I'm sorry, but you're gonna need to get tested. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, I like the way that Brother Maud puts it way better. It's the devil's dandruff. The devil's dandruff. I like that. Mm -hmm. All right. In Indonesia, McDonald's is uh, bringing a whole bunch of weird things to the menu, including a fried pizza pie. Fried pie, just like their apple pies, except fried because the rest of the world gets to enjoy things and we have to have the weird baked pies because... For some reason, in that one area, McDonald's want to be slightly more healthy. I don't understand. Anyway. Hey, you know we can get fried pizza at Allsup's? That's not good, though. (laughs) (laughs) I had one, and it was bad. (laughs) I wish that everybody could have seen your face just then. Oh, it was bad. Everything at Allsup's is fried, and everything at Allsup's is good. I don't know what Most you're talking about. Most things are good. That pizza slice, though, ugh, it was like an, it was like the worst hot pocket you've ever had. It hot was pocket. awful, and in a very inconvenient shape for a hot pocket like thing. Yeah, <laughs> a big triangle doesn't work for a hot pocket. It's true. <laughs> it's a sloppy mess. Okay, a fried pizza pie. It's got tomato sauce, cheese, peppers, and mushrooms in it. Yeah, it sounds decent. Sure. Uh, they've also got a beef Alfredo burger, grilled beef patty, Alfredo sauce, cheese, scrambled eggs. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> scrambled One eggs? of these things. Yeah, I don't understand like either. I don't know why. Uh, <laughs> they've got the mixed spicy Alfredo burger, which I'm, from the description, I think is not actually a burger. I think they're using the term burger just to implied sandwich. burger-like sandwich, yeah. but it's a spicy, crispy fried thigh filet with Alfredo sauce, chili sauce, and lettuce on a sesame seed bun. And then they've got a tiramisu McFlurry, vanilla soft ice cream mixed with tiramisu-flavored syrup and a choice of either crushed uh, Biscoff cookies, is that how you pronounce it? Mm-hmm. Biscoff, yep. Uh, or crushed Oreo cookies, which... The 
Biscoff all the way. Yeah, I feel like for tiramisu, yeah. You know, I will tell you, four years in Italy, <clears throat> to this day, I hate tiramisu. <sighs> hate it. It's disgusting. <sighs> it's the worst <sighs> dessert, I think, no. in the world. Hands down. In the world? In the world. It is disgusting. We've had a lot of nasty desserts on it this is, podcast. I can't. I can't. Mm-mm. Eat one of these spicy bean boozles. Gladly. Tell me that's... Gladly. <laughs> I cannot do tiramisu. Dang. That makes me sad. It's oh, disgusting. That makes me sad. What makes me sad <laughs> is that that is Italy's known dessert and not not gelato. I mean. I mean, gelato is pretty well known. Yeah, but when you think Italian dessert. Everybody goes tiramisu. There was one year when we first moved here, probably within the first three years of us being here. Yeah. That it was a birthday party. I'm pretty sure Kara planned it. My birthday party. And, you know, because we had moved from Italy, everybody's like, well, let's plan an Italian themed birthday party, (laughs) which was great until my birthday cake came out and it was tiramisu. And I was like... This is disgusting. <laughs> Worst birthday ever. Did you force yourself to eat a piece out of mm-hmm. kindness to Kara for putting it all together for you? Mm-hmm. Like a good know. human? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I may have Suffer taken a it. bite. I don't think that I mm-hmm. ate a piece. You spread it around to look exactly. like you ate most of it. Mm-hmm. Squish. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Quickly put another plate on top. Mm-hmm. Ate it all. So mm-hmm. good. <laughs> Such mm-hmm. a good piece of tiramisu cake. Yeah. And then lastly, in Canada, Burger King's got some dill pickle flavored chicken nuggets. Okay. That sounds intriguing. Yeah. Because I love me some fried chicken with pickles on it. Like Chick-fil-A. Yes. Yeah. It could be really good. (laughs) It could be very good. But then I also feel like, I don't know. You might have to change up which dipping sauce you're using. Because I'm not going to put no barbecue sauce on that. I mean, ranch would be good. Ranch would be all right. Ketchup even would be fine, I think. If we're going to go bottom basement, because ketchup and pickles are good together. Yeah, Pickle mustard. And ketchup are good together. But I also feel like there's a fine line because, you know, the vine- vinegary flavor of pickles mixing with chicken yeah. could be really bad. No. It could I be look, really bad. I get bad. extra pickles in my chicken sandwich at, at uh, Chick-fil-A. Yes, because I think that there's a difference in... <sighs> I think there's a difference in it being carbonated water flavoring and like soaked in. It's an actual part of the batter flavoring. Did you say carbonated water? Yeah, like my LaCroix waters. It just passes by. It's not like (laughs) it's not an actual. Uh, okay. it's, not the main, it's not like the main flavor hit. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. Kind of. <laughs> uh, that's, that's on me. That's not on you. <laughs> Oriole knows what I'm, I, what I'm I saying. I got you. I got you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. sure. Sure. But I'd be willing to try it. I would totally be willing to Absolutely. try it. I just think, like, my first initial thought is, that sounds amazing. But then I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> but it could be really bad. Could be bad. And Burger King, I don't know. They have a hit or miss record. Oh, uh, yeah. Recently, they've been pretty hit on the chicken stuff. So, maybe. But uh, these better not be those 
10 nuggets for a dollar chicken nuggets because I don't trust those. <laughs> At a certain point, you reach too low of a price for me to trust what you're trying to feed me. That's fair. 10 nuggets for a dollar? Those aren't made of chicken. That's not only fair, <laughs> that's wise. <laughs> All right, let's take another quick break. When we come back, am I the jerk? Stick around. <laughs> been around another person that used a word or phrase that you were absolutely certain you should know but you didn't of course you have well don't worry nerd because we've got some great news for you you're about to learn something brand new this is the real world bub and you need to learn to hold your own in a nerdy conversation so pull up an ear and pay attention because ltn has another nerdy definition for you Today's term is mind meld. In the Star Trek universe, a mind meld is a telepathic union between two beings. In general use, it's a deep understanding, hence mind melding. This is typically only achievable by Vulcans leading the process, but a mind meld can be done with most corporeal beings, even humpback whales. This ability is used for many purposes. Sometimes it's used on suspected villains to find out important information. Sometimes it's a method of uncovering repressed or forgotten memories. Other times it is used to more easily convey complex memories and emotions. So the next time someone puts their fingers on your face and says, my mind to your mind, my thoughts to your thoughts, you won't assume you're accidentally joining some weird cult. You'll just know it's an overly aggressive Star Trek fan with boundary issues, because now you understand that reference. to the Back Row Morning Show. I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. Remember that we air first exclusively on LTN Radio, ltnonair.com, every Monday through Thursday at 8 a.m. Eastern with an encore at 10 a.m. But if you miss a day or just can't catch the show live, find the Back Row Morning Show podcast version on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. Subscribe, rate five stars, and leave a review. Do it, and we'll love you forever. Last time... We visited the No Stupid Questions subreddit to take on some of their more recent questions. Now we're moving to a different subreddit that we can't properly name. That's right. We are going to a subreddit called Am I the Jerk? Except instead of jerk, it's a more colorful word referring to a bodily orifice located on your hind end. Clear enough? Okay. But? This, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. This subreddit is full of people telling stories happening in their life, genuinely trying to figure out if they are in the right or not. And we're going to tackle a few of these stories and see if we can help. Rear? Rear. Rear going to take some of these stories and see if we can. <laughs> Booty? Uh, am I the jerk? I stopped making my wife lunches. Okay. So here's the story. I am a stay-at-home dad of three kids. I pack lunches for my wife and five-year-old every day. A few weeks ago, I noticed that my wife wasn't eating the lunches I packed for her. I tried changing up the dishes so she'd not feel bored, and she still was being, uh, bringing back her lunches uneaten. I then asked her why she wasn't eating the packed lunches, and she said that uh, her coworker and she had found a really nice eatery near her work, and so they'd been eating there. So I stopped making lunches because it was a waste of food, and she wasn't eating it. Today, she tells me that I'm being childish by not packing her anything and that I should pack her lunches regardless of what she does with the food. Am I the jerk? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Leading, like, up until that last sentence, I would have said yes. Yeah. But the last sentence. 
changed the whole game, the didn't whole it? The whole thing. <laughs> like if you were just doing it out of spite because your feelings were hurt and you felt slighted, then yeah. Maybe, yeah, but... <laughs> If anything, what should be happening here is y'all should just be more communicative. She should tell you, hey, I'm going to need a lunch tomorrow, and that's it. <laughs> and so you make her one when she requests one. That should be how this works. Right? Sure. Am I wrong about that? You, n listen, you're not wrong. Or she's an adult. Let her pack her own lunch. Okay. <laughs> she, listen. <laughs> I have a 16-year-old, a 15-year, a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a 10-year-old. If they want to pack their lunch, they can pack their lunch. I ain't packed a lunch since they were in kindergarten. I, and that, I haven't. You let them pack their lunches in first grade? Yes. Heck no, I wouldn't trust my kid to pack his lunch. Do I look at the lunch oh, okay. and see what's in there? You yeah. have to approve it still. Okay. Right, I don't still blindly, but I'm not right. going to go in and <laughs> waste my time. <laughs> Packing a lunch and doing Let's something that they're not beer. even. Root beer, two pudding cups, and a bag of Funyuns. See, okay, listen. This is not a lunch. Y'all, can I be really <laughs> real right now? Can I? Can I? You can be. You can be the real real. Can I? Yeah. Okay. So, here's the thing. And this is this is the realest of reals. Okay. Somebody's been packing her lunch for way too long, since the time she was little, and she was never given independence to pack her own during lunch. Mm. I'm just saying. Mm, I get you. Yeah. Mila, She's taking it for granted. Mila is the one who has gone the longest, continually packing her lunch. The boys were finally like, forget it, I'll just eat school lunch. I'm not going to pack my lunch. But she to this also day, move, yeah. yeah, she to this day will look at what's on the menu for the school lunch the next day, decide if she wants to have that or if she wants to pack her lunch. Dang. Okay. I love that kid. Oh, so far? Is that doing no, no. Supposed truthfully. To? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you pause, you're like, oh, no, wait. <laughs> no, I think that that's because since first grade, uh, she's been packing her lunch. Yeah. And I've never, even when I did go in and approve her lunch, I was never like, what are you thinking putting this in there? It was more of a, you know, you've got two things that are very sugary. How about you switch one of them out? For something else, mm -hmm. you know, and just instilling those life skills in them so that at 10 years old, she can pack her own lunch yeah. and do it well. Whereas your wife probably should have had that done a long time ago. Not my wife, you person that we're talking. Yeah. About. Reddit person. <laughs> yeah. I had to. At first, I thought you meant my wife. I'm like, well, why are you hanging my wife for? <laughs> No, I know well, your wife you. can pack her own lunch, okay? And I'm pretty certain she would not tell you that you were being childish and that you had to pack her lunch regardless of what she was going to do with the food. No, that's ridiculous. All right, next one. Am I the... I'm, I am ashamed. Oh. I really am. I, am. I really am ashamed. I don't even know what... First question, and I'm frustrated. <laughs> okay, next one. Am I the jerk for telling my best friend I can't afford her wedding? I, a 21-year-old female, and my childhood bestie have always been friends, and she got engaged five months ago to her boyfriend of six months. 
We had planned our weddings since we were 14, and she wanted a castle wedding with a ball gown, pardon me. Two months ago, she found her dream castle in which she booked the wedding in four months. She just asked... Uh, she just asked for $280, uh, for a $280 dress for us, plus for us to pay one-tenth of a $2,000 wedding dress, and there's six bridesmaids, which is $200, plus a $14,000 bachelorette party, which $2,333.34 per person, and a $600 bridal shower. The total is $2,913.34, which I can't afford. I am still in the university and finish in a few months before the wedding, but I am $100,000 in debt. I told her I can't pay for a wedding dress, her wedding dress, and a $14,000 bachelorette party, not even including the flight. She wanted us also to pay for makeup and hair. We are, uh, we are not allowed to... Sorry. Yeah. I we are know. not allowed together. I don't know what this is. She also wants my hair dirty blonde, and I am a redhead and can't dye it back. She also wants us to get her wedding gifts from the registry and pay for our own dinner. I told her at this point I can't afford that, and she freaked out saying I'm a butthole because it's her big day, and I helped her plan it at 14. I told her I'm not in a financial situation to do this, but I can try to work my butt off to afford it. Am I the jerk if I tell her I can't afford this and I don't want to ruin her wedding and our friendship? <clears throat> Why do you keep looking at me? Because I'm reading it and you're building up your response while I'm reading it. And so I'm going to go off of yours. No, you're not the jerk. <laughs> you're not the jerk. You also are no longer 14 years old. Your mm -hmm. friend is no longer 14 years old. Mm -hmm. You are no longer living in this fictional reality where money is of no value. Mm -hmm. You are now adults who should be living on a budget, who should know that a wedding should not cost that much money and who should have respect enough for their friends to be able to say, you know what? I get it. Is it a common thing for the bridesmaids to have to pay I've never heard that portions of the wedding dress and for the I mean I understand sometimes the bridesmaids will pitch in for the bachelorette party but sure like this sounds like it's being planned by the bride herself mm -hmm. and that's, that's not thing. supposed to be common right bachelorette party sure the bridesmaids may pitch in for it but they're planning it yeah it's something they, that they're doing right it's a gift that they're giving yeah same with a, a bridal shower yeah sure you're gonna pitch in you're gonna pay for a portion of it but you're planning it yeah the wedding dress no no, <laughs> mm -mm. Not unless you're gonna cut off 10 percent of that when the wedding's over and let me take it home yeah i've <laughs> never <laughs> Never heard now, that. This is this is absolutely ridiculous. I don't I don't really get the giant fairy tale wedding thing at all. Cause in my mind, and this this could just be because I'm a dude, I don't know. But in my mind, the the wedding is supposed to be just about these two people coming together. Mm -hmm. When it becomes this fairy tale thing, it's just about the bride. Now, I understand we always say, well, it's her day. And sure, it is. But I feel like there's a limit. No, so here's the thing, and I've always 
I don't think that it's her day. And I really hate that that saying because okay. if it is <laughs> if it is her day, then that's not a marriage. Right. It it's their day. Right. You know? And sure there can be girls, females tend to think about their wedding day much longer and much more in depth than guys do. But at the same time, if you're marrying the right person, then they're going to respect the things that are worth respecting, Mm -hmm. but they're also going to be able to say, you know, that's a little, that's a little out there, Yeah. you know, and you're going to be able to receive that and hear that. Fine. Yeah. I understand the desire to have a big wedding, to have a fairy tale wedding. Your wedding is something that you will always look back on. Sure. You know, and you'll look back on the pictures. You'll look back on the video. I understand that desire because you definitely don't want to look back on something and be like, yeah, that was our wedding. Me. We get married in the chapel. Oh, love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Elvis <laughs> gave me away and Barbara Streisand married us. Um, bada I, bing, bada boom. Here's $10 worth of chips. You right. may now kiss the bride. Mm-hmm. So I can, I do see the appeal of it. And in a lot of ways, I wish that my own wedding would have been a little more fairy tale, quote unquote. But at the same time, there was absolutely nothing wrong with my front porch, $500, everybody brought a dish to share wedding. And the most important thing is you left that married uh-huh. to the love of your life. Uh-huh. And we started out our, our marriage not in debt. Right. Like that. Also a big deal. That's a well, huge deal. Well, this person's deal. not going to be in debt either because the bridesmaids are paying for everything. <laughs> That's true. That's true. She is just going to. So, I, okay, here's a good, here's a good scenario to throw at her. Regardless of how many bridesmaids she has, is she then willing to pay that same total amount for all of her bridesmaids when they get married? For real, right? That's ridiculous. Is is it common to require the bridesmaids to all dye their hair the same color? Okay. Because <laughs> that seems like a bit much on a personal level, not a financial level, just a... <laughs> so... This is not directed at the bride. <laughs> it's not directed at the person writing the question. This is directed at the fiance. Okay. Run. I'm not even kidding. Get what? out of there. Why? If your <laughs> bride to be is requiring her bridesmaids to dye their hair a certain color to be in her wedding, she ain't the right one. Your whole life. She is ain't the be right miserable. one for anyone, bro. Not just you. She ain't the right one for anyone, bro. I love it. Oh my gosh, that's funny. I, I'm serious. Okay, I'm glad because I'm like that. That's crazy. It is crazy. That's a crazy. But then again, I don't know. We got married so long ago. It might be a common thing. How many weddings have you been a part of, like a, a bridesmaid in? One. Just one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, I'm about to be in another one. 
Who? My mom. She's getting oh, married over spring break. Beautiful. So she hasn't asked me to pay an absurd amount of money. <laughs> or dye your hair. Or dye my hair. <laughs> like, I, of all the stuff that's listed in this thing, that's the most egregious thing that I see. Like, above the money. Like, you also have to dye your hair. <laughs> see, I, and I have a really difficult time understanding how when she said... You helped me plan this when we were 14. I would have been like, and I'm not 14. <laughs> that would have been my first answer. I also no longer have braces. Yeah. <laughs> we're uh, not talking about dad's money anymore. We're talking about our money. My money. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay, <sighs> let's move on. Okay. Ish. <laughs> All right. Am I the jerk? I upset my pregnant wife and caused her to cry. Oh, gosh. My wife is two months pregnant. Yesterday was my birthday. And when I went to the kitchen, my wife told me that she was going to work and wouldn't be home until late. She didn't even acknowledge my birthday. I asked her if she had made any breakfast. She usually cooks breakfast for me on my birthday. But she told me to manage with cereal. I thought maybe she wants to surprise me or something, and so I just kept quiet. My parents, siblings, and friends called me after that to wish me a happy birthday. I cooked lunch for the both of us and drove to my wife's office to spend time with her. I sat in the park opposite of her office waiting for her to come out for lunch. I think one of her colleagues saw me waiting for her and informed her because she came down soon after and told me to go back home and not embarrass her in front of her colleagues. I handed her the lunch and asked her to at least have it instead of the cafeteria food. She took it and threw it in the trash. I was hurt and embarrassed, and so I immediately left for home. I was really upset by then and no longer wanted to spend time with her. I went to a movie, ate, at my or ate my favorite dinner, and then went to the beach for the rest of the evening. When I came back home, my wife surprised me with a cake and a party. And my in-laws and parents were there. I ignored my wife and went back into my room. My mom got mad at me because apparently my wife was crying. I then proceeded to narrate everything that happened that day to everyone present. My mom was the only one to side with my wife because she's pregnant. My wife defended herself, saying that her colleagues were teasing her by calling me a hen-pecked husband. And now my mom is saying I'm being a baby and that my wife is pregnant and I shouldn't be making her cry. My in-laws and my dad are supporting me. Am I the jerk? Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to put myself in this situation, you know, knowing that on the one hand, she did have something planned and maybe some of what happened that day was just trying to throw me off the scent. But on the other hand, the whole lunch thing, being teased about me being here to have lunch with my wife. No, nah, I'd be pretty upset too. And I wouldn't feel like having a party. Yeah. <laughs> Most definitely. Yeah. 100%. No, I don't think I... You're the and honestly, I don't even think the way you handled it was too far. I think, yeah. I'm going to go back in my room. <laughs> you you want to know, truthfully, hmm. I think in about nine months or so, Maybe a little longer given postpartum. She might agree with us. <laughs> I truthfully. You think, is it is it that quick? I've, I've never been pregnant. Is it yes. that quick? Two months and you're already kind of. 
Yes. Your hormones are, especially if this is their first child, which it kind of seems like it is. Yeah, it looks like it might be, yeah. From the story. But hormones are everywhere. All, Mm. all off whack. And And see, I mean, I've heard all that. I'm thinking back on all three of my wife's pregnancies. You can't Mm. talk about Deidre. She's different. (laughs) Look, she's perfect, and we all know this. She's different. Stop it. She really is. But no, I, I never, I mean, she's, she's been more irritable at times, but she never like lashed out at me or. Right. And I do remember. Out of character. I think with Eli, she was slightly more emotional. A little bit. But. But not in a way that it encroached on other people. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah. But. <laughs> So I guess what you're saying is you're not the jerk, but with an asterisk that she probably didn't want to do this either. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can, I can agree to that. Yeah. Okay. Emma, um, I think I skipped one. There we go. Uh, you know what? We'll skip that one. We're going to skip that one. Just because I don't want to have a disclaimer and tell children to not listen. That's fair. <laughs> All right. Am but I the, the answer is no. <laughs> Am I the jerk for not wanting to share food with someone else? So I went out with my cousin Rex, his girlfriend Tia, and a sibling Art. We chose an Italian place known for its huge plates and authentic food. Art and I ask for to-go boxes before we start eating because we like to portion out our food. American plates are super generous, so I have food for dinner and maybe another lunch. It's a habit we learned from our mom. As we're eating, I see a fork across the table coming towards my food. I move my plate away from the fork and jokingly tell Tia, Joey Joey doesn't doesn't share share food. food. (laughs) Yes. Tia says she just wants to try a little bite. She offers to give me a taste of her food. I tell her again in a jokey tone, I don't want to try your food. I'm going to stick with mine. I'm really hungry. Rexton says, you packed up most of it. Why can't she try some? Art tells them, uh, my bun bun says, no. That is the end of the discussion. Uh, we finish eating. I think we are done with everything. And then we get up and go to the parking lot. Rex, Rex asked to talk to me before I get into my car. He says, Tia is really upset. She texted him when she went to the bathroom and she thinks I hate her. I told him I don't hate Tia. I just don't want people grabbing food off my plate. He then explained Tia is from a family where food is a sign of love. And she thinks that me not wanting to share means I hate her. Then I packed up the extras instead of letting her try some. And that made her really upset. I told him I didn't hate Tita, but I hated sharing food off my plate. Art would have told Tia the same thing. I said that while she might be okay doing that in her family, I was not responsible for her hurt feelings because I had a pretty normal boundary of wanting to eat my food on my plate. He said, maybe we shouldn't eat out together. I said, if that solves the problem, yeah, that's probably for the best. I drove home with Art and they said, uh, well, Tia was probably hurt, but you didn't mean to hurt her feelings. My parents heard about it from an auntie and believe I was in the wrong for not sharing with someone with a share culture. Am I the jerk? (laughs) No, you're not the jerk. (laughs) You're not the jerk. Okay. Uh, I have a kid who is very, very adamant that he does not like to eat or drink after someone. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like to share his food. And that's completely fine. The other four of us don't mind it. Mm. But he is very adamant. And that's just a boundary that he has for whatever reason. 
and we choose to respect that. Yeah. You know, um, I, in a roundabout way, was Tia when Chris and I were very early married. Okay. It had nothing to do with food. Okay. I've actually told this story before where Nick called me out. Chris's brother called me out while we're playing a card game, a card game that I knew very little about, but he calls me out in front of everyone. Okay. I remember the story. I just don't remember all the details. Well, we were playing Rook. Nick was my partner. I had the Rook. Nick said something along the lines of, whoever has the Rook should really play it. And I knew that he was talking (laughs) directly to me. That's right. I felt embarrassed. You know, I knew that I didn't know how to play the game. I felt embarrassed. My feelings got hurt. I went outside. I cried. Chris knew that I was upset. He told Nick. Nick comes out and apologizes. All is well. It's now a big joke in the family. Okay. Here's the underlying connected dots. She was embarrassed. That's really what it was. It really had nothing to do with the food. But she was embarrassed. And that's why her feelings were hurt. And while there's no reason to necessarily apologize for not wanting to share your food... And your reasoning for not wanting to share your food is totally fine. There is a level of respect to simply saying, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. Yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong with saying I'm sorry. Because like they say, at the end of the day, he didn't mean to hurt her feelings. Yeah. So simply saying that I'm sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings at all. Mm-hmm. That could go a long way in resolving the problem. Possibly. Yeah. Um, It seems like everybody else, though, is making it about the food. Yeah. And so it would also kind of require her to admit that it wasn't just about, why can't you share your food with me? Does that mean you hate me? It would, wouldn't it? Because, I mean, you, your situation is understood. You didn't know how to play the game. You were new to the game. You got embarrassed that you were called out that you didn't know how to play the game. But that was clear that it was because you were embarrassed. It wasn't, I'm from a culture that doesn't play games. (laughs) I mean. And this means you hate me. But in that moment, okay. But in that moment, I, it's not like I said, I'm embarrassed. No. And I did think that Nick hated me. I can remember feeling that like he would not have said that to me if he liked me. He obviously doesn't like me, you know? Okay. I can remember that was a thought and maybe it's just because she's an overthinker. Mm. I know that all too well. (laughs) Um, But I don't, I don't think to extend an apology And simply saying, I'm sorry, I hurt your feelings. That was not my intention at all. I don't think that she has to do anything for him to to extend an apology. Well, I guess my question would be is like, what's the next step after that? What if she then once again does this? Like, how can you make this apology, but also make it clear if the situation comes up again, please don't try and get food off my plate. Like, just because I'm apologizing for embarrassing you doesn't mean we're now okay with you doing this. Cause what if part of it really is about the fact that food is love in this family? Am I the only person who like, when I apologize, I, I really do like put it all out there. I, 
Am I? Like, what do you mean? Would you say that? Like straight away? Like, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings, but please don't ever grab my food again. I probably wouldn't say please don't ever grab my food again, <laughs> but I honestly, my apology would be, Tia, I am so sorry. I really did not mean to hurt your feelings. It was not something personal. I just don't like to share food at all. I have a thing. My food is my food. It's just how I'm sorry. It was nothing personal. I put it out okay, there. Okay. 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 And so if she ever did it again, then it would be, yo, we've had this conversation. <laughs> I don't like to share food. And now I do hate you. <laughs> if I am hurting your feelings, that's on you. It's not on me okay. because you know, I got you. I got you. Yeah. I feel like that's probably the appropriate way to handle the things here. So I don't think, so again, we're saying you're not the jerk for wanting to, for expecting someone first to ask. Yeah. And then second to, to respect the fact that it, you just don't want to share your food right. without making a big deal out of it. But at the same time, don't make yourself the jerk by refusing to try and mend the relationship. Yeah. By standing on your high horse over food. Joey doesn't share food. Right. Okay. All right. I like that. I like how we ended that. All right. Last one here. Am I the jerk for booting my parents off my Netflix? I have a basic Netflix plan that allows for one screen. I let my parents use it free whenever I'm not on it. This worked fine for a while. However, last night they decided they wanted me to upgrade to the two screens and I told them no, I didn't really want to and that they could wait for me to finish the movie I was watching and then use it after. Then my dad texted me that he upgraded my account anyways, saying that I'm being petty over $4 and that was how much they want or and with how much, sorry, they do for me, this is such a small thing to ask. This royally ticked me off, and I signed, er, I signed every device out and changed my password, and now they won't be able to use it at all. They are both ticked off at me, saying I'm ungrateful, and texting me all night. Part of me feels torn because it's only $4 more, and so I might be being petty, but I also feel like it's my account, and I should be able to say no without being made to feel bad. They do help me out with other things every now and then, but... Am I the jerk for thinking that maybe those things shouldn't come with a condition? Uh, edit to add, I am not living with them and I am not financially reliant on them. Am I the jerk? Yes. <laughs> you are the jerk. Um, I'll agree, but I also kind of think the parents are a bit of a jerk. You can't just make that decision. Even if it is $4, you don't just like, if this is something that they're doing for you, like if, if, I am saying, hey, I have this. When I'm not using it, you can watch it. Okay, I'm upgrading it without your permission. So. I mean. Sure. I'm not saying it's a relationship ending, family destroying kind of thing, but. I mean. It's a jerk move. It might be now. <laughs> but. Um, it really would. If I really could not have done the $4 for two screens, because at, at that point, it's not only benefiting them, but it's also benefiting me. Yeah. You know, truthfully. It's negligible money and it bolsters the relationship with your parents at that point. Yeah. And I don't have to worry every time I log into Netflix, oh, am I about to kick my parents out of right. something that they're watching? Right. You know? Right. If anything, it's worth it just for the freedom from the hassle. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But if, if the $4 really was something that I could not fit into my budget, my re my response to my parents would have been, sure, I'll upgrade. 
are you going to pay for the four dollars? Can you give me four dollars? Yeah. <laughs> By you the know? way, do you have four dollars? <laughs> exactly. Or it would have been, I really don't think that I can manage that. Things are tight. And then when they said I upgraded it, I would have been like, okay, and you're paying the four dollars, right? You know. I definitely would not have been like, I'm logging you out of all the accounts and changing my password and da that is so passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> and I am one of the most passive aggressive people that I know. <laughs> um yeah. I you I I think he's the jerk. One hundred percent. No, I, I agree. I, I I feel like it's whole family kind of a jerks, really. But he's definitely the bigger jerk of the of the bunch at this point. Especially that he's at this point just being petty, not just for the four dollars, but in the way he's responding to it. Mm-hmm. All right, you want to do that? You'll never have Netflix again. Uh-huh. I'll put it on two screens in my own house. My TV and my computer will be playing two different movies at all times, so you'll never be able to watch anything. Uh huh. <laughs> do you know? I think that this is a personality trait that a lot of people don't even realize, and I I talk to Chris a lot about this because this is a personality trait of his. But people who are just quick to say no Mm. without any actual thought, you know, but that's just their immediate response. No. Hey, can I do this? No. (laughs) Can can I lay out the conditions? Yeah. Why exactly is the answer? No. You know, when if you would just take a minute Mm -hmm. to think it over and be rational about it. Okay. Right. This makes sense. I got you. Mm-hmm. You're right. I think you're absolutely right. 100% on this one. Thanks. Uh, all right. Well, now. It's really easy to tell other people how they should be living their lives. <laughs> right? Isn't it great? Yeah. Isn't it mm-hmm. great to be in judge? Hey, they asked for it. Yeah. They're asking true. us the question if it there's a jerk. Now, in our first two discussions, we've answered questions from Reddit and given our thoughts and advice. But tomorrow on the show, we're going to go to the most open-ended question subreddit there is. We're going to take one more break, and then when we come back, we'll share some things that we love. Stick around. Thy Nerd emphasize relational outreach. From huge convention halls to local game nights across the world, LTN wants to show the love of Jesus to nerds and nerd culture. We are always developing resources and guides to help you grow nerd ministry in your area and expanding our reach as a ministry into all areas of nerd culture. Connect with us on social media at Love Thy Nerd and at LTN on air and join in. the Backroom Morning Show, and things are winding down for the day. Now, before we go, we want to share some things that we love. Do you want to go first? Go first. Go ahead. You go first, you, since you, you know, you are the chump and not the champ. You go first. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my thing is uh, The Chosen Season 2, which I have, it's, it's finally done, like the whole thing's out. And uh, I got the chance to watch it over this past week, and dang, if it isn't every bit as good as the first season was, 
and I am continuously blown away by the quality of the show and how it can enthrall you with, you know, stories you've heard all your life and you've read a billion times from the Bible and you've seen terrible movie recreations of this show is so well done better than most things that you watch on TV or streaming right now. So if you watch the first season of chosen and you're like, well, I can't top that watch the second one. If you haven't watched any of it, watch the whole thing right now. I think total it's 16 episodes with both seasons. It's really good. And their plan is to do seven full seasons. So full eight episode seasons, I guess. So, I probably should have gone first because mine's going to sound super <laughs> basic. Super secular. Yeah. Well, um, <laughs> you ready? You ready? Yeah. There's this whole like a group of videos on YouTube that I've started watching. Okay. And they're, okay. they're DIY videos, but they have caused me to realize that I really, really love the Dollar Tree. I'm not even kidding. Okay. There are several YouTubers that, like, that's all that they do is DIYs from Dollar Tree. Really? Yes. Have I not stumbled upon this yet? And they're like, well, it's more of, like, home decor stuff. Sure, sure, sure. So I've, thinking about Christmas decor, that's where I've really stepped into this new world. (laughs) A whole new world. Yeah, exactly. Um, A dazzling place for under five bucks. Did you know (laughs) that Dollar Tree is online? I did not know that. Yes. You can order online? You can order online. The thing is, though, when you order online, your items are in bulk. And so if you're going to, like, you're going to buy the little craft kit, you're going to buy 36 (laughs) of the little craft kit. Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, is good for gift bags or whatever. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's not a bad thing. Teachers. Sure. uh Uh-huh. Yeah. But here's the thing. All right. (laughs) They have holiday dinnerware, plates, glasses, bowls, everything, everything. And it's good quality and it's nice. It's a very pretty, like high end looking pattern. You only have to buy 12. Okay. Which. You'll use that. Heck yeah. 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 Uh Uh-huh. An entire, an entire serving, what is it called? I can't think of, there's a name for it, but the plates, the bowls. Place setting. Thank you. Thank you. An entire place setting of 12 for 72 bucks. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. The Dollar Tree. That's my something that I love. Okay. Mm -hmm. Did you know the Dollar Tree is raising all their prices to $1.29? So. Because of inflation. Yes. 
I'm also willing to pay. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's still a deal. Yeah. But, I mean, they even have the symmetry's gone. <laughs> yeah. But they even have a whole new section that has like they have a $3 section and a $5 section. Oh, yeah. yeah they're doing tiered stuff now, too. Yeah. Yeah. You can get a four and a half foot Christmas tree from the Dollar Tree for five bucks. Really? Yes. That's pretty amazing. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. We are not sponsored by Dollar Tree. No. <laughs> my, I'm realizing all my, my responses are kind of sounding acted. Really? Don't. You can? Why, I'm going there right now. No, you're not that close. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's cool. I've okay. spent far too much time at Dollar Tree recently. I mean, that's the place that we take our kids whenever they have money to spend. Yeah. And they want toys and candy. I'm yeah. Like, all right. We know where to go, baby. Mm-hmm. Right there. That that's, big old green store. That's fair. <laughs> Mo, let's end with our verse for the day. Our verse for the day is 1 Corinthians 29, 11. Yours, O Lord, that's is... not Corinthians. <laughs> oh, you're right. That is 1 Chronicles 29, 11. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty. For all that is in the heavens and in the earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head above all. That's going to do it for our show today. Be sure to check out all of what we do online at lovethynerd.com. We've got amazing articles on all things nerdy, as well as this show, LTN Radio, and our other podcasts and videos. If you'd like to directly support our mission and become a financial partner with Love Thy Nerd, and specifically with LTN Radio, then please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner, and you can choose LTN Radio from the drop-down menu. Love Thy Nerd is a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization, and your gift is tax-deductible. And make sure you're following us on all the socials. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Just search for at the back row LTN and connect with us. We'll be back tomorrow morning. We hope you will too. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. And I'm Mo. And remember, if nobody else tells you, we promise it's true. Jesus Jesus loves loves you, nerd. nerd.